Hey girl, welcome to the Light the Way podcast, a community determined to help you find the joy by choosing to focus on what makes you so beautifully you. I'm Chelsea, a 25-year-old with a seriously strong belief that I'm here to connect with females like you who recognize we can struggle and move forward with optimism at the same time. People need people, so my mission is to connect with and encourage you to find your passions and be so dang proud of them so you can run after the purpose you feel called to serve. Are you ready? Let's light the way. Hello, and thank you for being here and pressing play today. I know I'm not with you in real life, but it really does give me so much inspiration when I'm creating these episodes for us to know that you are choosing to connect. It's been a really exhausting week for me, and throughout it all, I've been thinking about how I can bring a powerful message to you, even though I've been giving a majority of my brain power and my hours to teaching and parent-teacher conferences and graduate school coursework. But despite my own chaos, it helps me to recognize how connected I am to the mission I have with Light the Way. No matter what other responsibilities I have, the time you choose to to spend with me is so valuable. And that leads me to today's episode topic, the what-ifs that our minds create that we are always juggling. You have a choice always, and I want to help you recognize the power of choosing what-ifs that will serve you. So today, instead of approaching this with a set amount of tips or steps for you, I'm just going to talk, and I hope that by the end this has all flowed into some beautiful message that you have found value from. When I had just graduated from college and was getting ready to start my first year of teaching, I had this opportunity to become an online fitness coach. I had started using at-home workout programs during my last semester of college when I was student teaching and I just knew that going to a gym was not going to be my thing. (laughs) And girl, I'm not kidding when I say these workouts from home saved me. The start of my student teaching experience was honestly one of the hardest months of my life and I shed a lot of tears and held on to a lot of stress and overwhelm during that month. But what I was able to do was release some of that each day through 30 minutes of movement in my bedroom after school. I continued to use and love the programs after graduation and I realized that I had this unique opportunity to ask my friends and my family to join me so that I could lead a community of my own and bring in a little bit of extra money for myself. When it was time to make the decision to commit to coaching, I had a lot of thoughts running through my brain and most of them had a what if attached to them. What if nobody joins me? What if my results aren't inspiring? What if my family and friends make fun of what I share? What if I fail? But I started coaching anyways, and three and a half years later, I, today, lead the Glow Squad with one of my best friends, who I met because of coaching. Coaching has brought me some connections that I know I never would have had if I'd let all of those what-ifs scare me and win. And realizing this today, I've learned the power of choosing what-ifs that help me to serve and to grow. And I shared this example because it takes courage to overcome the negative what-ifs that naturally enter your mind. It would be easy to be fearful or of not being accepted for who you want to be or what you love. Because we are wired for connection and acceptance, it makes sense that we care an awful lot about the people and the opinions that are around us. But girl, If you're fearful of those people and those opinions, then they aren't the right people and opinions. 
Make sure those people and opinions are worthy of holding power over you. Okay, I've said people and opinions too many times in the last (laughs) 20 seconds. Um, But anyways, I don't want them to hold power over you if they're not worthy of taking up that space. Meaning, make sure they care about you and the woman that you are working to become. Those who love you are going to be prepared to cheer you on, even if they do also come with a bit of a different perspective for you to consider. Our brains are strangely often not working in our favor, and I've talked about this before. If I were to go back to school for something, positive psychology would probably be at the top of my list because I just think it's so fascinating that we have to work extra hard to feel and experience positivity. And that's a big part of the reason why I love this podcast so much. I know that the world we live in is full of difficulty and challenge every single day. We have a lot to learn, and I think the best way to do that is to rock a positive mindset and a belief that we will and we can make progress. And while I don't think it's fair that negativity comes easier to us than positivity, I think that once you decide to take control of your thoughts, then you can start to rewire your brain to spend more time with your positives than with your negatives. So start to work on catching yourself. If you find yourself thinking a what-if thought that has no intention to encourage you, then stop and trade it in. Choose a better thought. Trade, what if I'm not good at this sport, for what if I work hard and get to feel more capable of being good at this? Trade, what if people don't like what I'm wearing, for what if I'm able to say hello to a new classmate because I feel confident? Don't settle for the what-ifs that leave you doubting your potential or worrying about opinions that don't deserve to hold any power over you. When I hear the phrase, what if, I think of the past and the future, but honestly not much about the present. And I think that that makes sense because if I were to make a list of my own what-if moments, most of them would be about changing the past or creating the future, which means Our what-ifs make it really hard to stay present in the moment. Whether you're thinking about something you wish you had done differently or worrying about what something will become, I think this realization helps me to recognize that we need to be careful about letting what-ifs take control of our reality. I haven't really shared with you guys a whole lot about the Enneagram, but the Enneagram is a nine-type personality matching system that I really come to love over the last year. And I actually have this dream of bringing on the Enneagram coach who I worked with for six months last year to this podcast. Her name is Callie Ammons, and she is absolutely incredible. If you want to connect with her, she's on Instagram at Callie Ammons. But anyways, during my time with Callie, she helped me find my serious connection with the type 7. And I learned that something type 7s need to work hard to overcome is staying present. Type 7s are quick to have FOMO or want to wish away hard feelings to feel joy and happiness instead. And I wanted to share this with you because I've been working hard at staying present. And it's been hard work. But I've realized that I wasn't valuing the relationships or the opportunities that I had because I was waiting for what's next. And that's not healthy. So I encourage you to check in on if you are staying present. If you have a friendship or a relationship that is bringing you so much joy right now, then focus on fostering that feeling so that it sticks around. If you are having a hard time with a friend or a partner right now, then recognize that and work on overcoming that hardship together. I've learned that avoiding how you are feeling in the moment rarely ever leads to solving a problem. Be honest, 
stay present, and don't let your what-ifs hold you back from enjoying where your feet are right now. There is so much that I think ripples off of a seemingly simple what-if statement, and I think I want to wrap up today's episode with narrowing in on the what-ifs that can have positive power for your life. First of all, if you are going to use what-ifs, I encourage you to choose the ones that allow you to dream forward. You can't go back in time, girl, so there's no need to give any of your time to the, well, what if I had done this instead? Or the, ugh, what if this hadn't happened to me? Your journey here is in forward motion, so let's use that to our advantage. What dream is on your heart right now? I want you to take a moment and just go with the first thing that comes to your mind. When I took the podcasting course that helped me to launch Light the Way, Keisha, who is the leader of the course, she actually talked to us about what ifs and specifically the what if I launch this podcast and nobody listens. She recognized that fear and then encouraged us to replace it with what if I launch this podcast and I become the voice that somebody counts on every week. When I heard that, I was all in. I know a part of my purpose here is to connect with women and the moment I recognized the way this podcast could help to fulfill that, my fear dissolved. So what is that dream of yours? Do you have a fear about it not being what you want it to be? If you do, I think that's normal. But what isn't so normal is letting that fear transform into hope and optimism. When your dream gets life, I can guarantee you it won't be exactly what you picture. But if you give it your best effort, there's so much power in believing it will be even better. Let your what-if statements become the inspiration you can use to blow your initial expectations out of the water. Before I go today, I want to ask for your help. If you've listened to one or 24 episodes that have sparked a light in you to do something good and powerful for yourself, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few minutes to write a review for this podcast on Apple Podcasts. You'll find ratings and reviews once you get to the Light the Way page, and there is an option to leave a review. This is one of the best ways to get the Light the Way podcast into the ears of other listeners, and that is why I need your help. And if you do take the time, please message me on Instagram at countonlearning207 so I can say thank you and send you a token of my appreciation in the mail. And while you're at it, I always appreciate hearing about any topics or challenges that you think could turn into an impactful episode for us. Thank you for taking the time to connect with me today. As always, get out in your community this week and light the way. so excited you took the time to slow down and connect with this message today. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you loved this episode, I'd be so appreciative if you would share it with a friend. You can take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to social media. Make sure you tag me on Instagram at countonlearning207 so I can be sure to send some love your way. We're on this journey together, girl. So until next time, go light the way.